Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord, especially in His Word. We're continuing in 1 Peter. We're now in chapter 5, look at verse 5, and then verses 12 to 14. Understand that Christian, we are under attack. Satan attacks our marching soldiers by, get this, creating division among the ranks. Satan seeks to divide and conquer. He knows that if he can keep God's people fighting among themselves, he does not have to worry about them fighting him. Conflict, strife, and division in the ranks of Christian soldiers is a sure way to weaken and disarm God's army. In our world, the popularity of pride and superiority overshadows the spirit of submission and humility. In his own pride and arrogance, Satan declared war on God. He wants us to do the same and will do everything in his power to keep our focus on self and off God and others. The word likewise, Peter could be referring back to chapters 2 and 3 where he dealt with submission at length or to the last few verses. Likewise, in the same way a leader should lead, a servant should serve. Not because he has to, but because he wants to. Not for the money he can get out of it, but for the joy of serving. Not as a domineering tyrant, but as a good example. Likewise, submit. Submit willingly, eagerly, and purposefully. The way to keep division out of the church is to keep submission in. You are to willingly submit to your leaders. You are to eagerly put yourself under your peers, and you are to purposely put all others above yourself as you humbly serve them. This takes a truckload of grace, which God does promise to give. Be clothed with humility. You can tell a man's occupation by the work clothes he wears. A chef's hat is out of place on a carpenter, as a carpenter's tool belt is on an orchestra conductor. A construction supervisor's hard hat would look strange on a police officer, and a McDonald's uniform would look ridiculous on an executive secretary. In the same way, a servant's apron is out of place or would look strange and ridiculous on a proud, arrogant, selfish individual. The Greek word for clothe is found only here in the New Testament and literally means to knot or to tie the strings of an apron. The servant's apron would distinguish a slave from someone who was free. If you want your family, friends, and even unbelieving peers to see your willingness to serve, your humble opinion of yourself, and your deep sense of personal littleness or loneliness, put on a servant's apron of humility. How does humility deal with a difference of opinion? How does humility act in the face of unfair criticism? How would humility respond to a spiteful co-worker, a hateful sibling, or an arrogant boss? You know, God resists the proud. How does God view arrogant, insolent, overbearing, presumptuous, boastful teens and adults? He sets himself against them. He opposes them. He frustrates and defeats them. It's almost like he sets up battle lines to fight with them. He does to the proud what I trust he will never, ever do to you or me. All through his word, God gives his view of pride. Pride and selfishness are root sins that devastate and destroy your walk with God. Pride sets you against God and God against you. Selfishness puts self above God and others. The first term on God's list of things that he hates is pride in Proverbs 6. Only by pride comes contention, strife, and divisions from Proverbs chapter 13. The ultimate consequence of a proud, haughty attitude towards God is destruction and ruin. We see that in Proverbs 16, 18. And the first sin listed 
in the list of sins of Sodom and Gomorrah is pride from Ezekiel 16. If we choose pride over humility and selfishness over submission, we will be opposed by God. If you were judged by God today on a scale where pride is one, humility is ten, how would you rate? Satan gave in to pride and will do all he can to get you and I to do the same. God gives grace to the humble. God hates pride because it's the root of all discontent, which is the root of most sin. And sin separates us from God and others. God wants to bless us and give us his best. He does. He wants the best for our lives. In 1 Corinthians 1, 28, we read, And base things of the world and things which are despised, God has chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. And the same truth is taught in Proverbs chapter 29. A man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. In order to experience God's grace and favor on a regular basis, recognize your inadequacies, realize your weaknesses, and remember that God made you, and you need to desperately depend on him to keep you close to him. I love the way Peter ends his letter. After his first amen, he illustrates the loving, humble servant spirit by mentioning Sylvanus, Silas, and Marcus, or Mark, who were two of his faithful, loyal companions. Have you ever wondered if your name could be put on a list? Maybe, maybe your pastor's list of faithful, loyal members of his church? You see, the believers in Rome, secretly called Babylon in this passage for protection from persecution, also showed love to Peter's suffering readers by letting them know they were thinking about them. They sent a special greeting, greet ye one another with a kiss of love. Peace be with you all that are in Christ Jesus. You know, it's hard to give a hug to someone you're at odds with. If there's any conflict or bitterness in your heart, the greeting, whether it be a smile, a handshake, a fist bump, a hug, or a cultural kiss on the cheek, will definitely be a cold, phony, unloving, and insincere greeting. We are to love and encourage those who are in Christ Jesus and not to keep them at arm's length. Satan loves to divide and conquer. Is there division in the ranks that you serve in? Division in your home? Division in your church? Hey, grab your servant's apron, tie it tight around your waist, and humbly serve those who disagree with you. God will reward with his grace. Hey, our time's up. This has been a tough study, but I hope it's been a good one for you. But remember, today is a day that the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that today you have a good day.